The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We have a great episode of UFC Unfiltered today. Matt and I talked to Derek Brunson on the phone about his fight this weekend coming up with Jacare. And, of course, the talented and lovely Layla Ali is in studio with us. She was amazing. I think so. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I'm excited, Jimmy. Well, Matt, I always feel that way when we're together. Happy. Well, that's a given. But I like what we have. Go ahead. We have and well, we have a good show today. We're gonna to do our picks. We have Derek Brunson calling in. He's fighting guys uh, the main event against Jacare this weekend. And uh, we have uh, an in-studio guest, which I think is what you were going to say. That's what I was going to say. I can only—I can't even control myself. It's so exciting. Well, she's a little early, but I think I always like—I don't like to make them wait. I'm, I'm, no. I guess because I do host a show, and I'm also a guest on shows. I hate waiting. Make who wait? Our guest, Layla Ali. So I'm always oh, fine so with uh, with bringing the guest in early because uh, she's here early. So why not? I mean, why have her sit out there when she can come in and talk to us? Yeah, of course. And so do you want to grab her? Yeah, she's I'm gonna promoting grab her a new cookbook. She yes, is. yes. Well, it's good because I'm a little chubby Italian guy. Is there any Italian dishes? I got to ask. You know, it's you. funny. Sometimes on radio, when people are promoting cookbooks yes. with a male demo, a lot of times people go, ah, oh, you don't talk to somebody about that. It's not. Oh, no. but, when it comes, but when it comes to people who are fight fans, it's like oh. people, a lot of people who listen to this do give a shit about what they look like and, and their nutrition. I thought you meant like. When it came to fatties, I thought, no, I no, thought no, you were no. going to make that something towards me. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's it's like like there are guys that listen to the show. A lot of guys who will actually care about eating something that's that's healthy yeah. from it, coming from an athlete. Yeah, but does she make a chicken parm? Is what's going on here? I imagine she can does. Can I ask about that? You can ask whatever you is want. That, is that going to be? You're the can I ask about any kind of Italian food? Or any you can dishes? ask. It. Hello. Yes, you yes. Can ask. <laughs> I'm so excited. Nice to see you. This is great. That's your fave, chicken parm. Oh, I, I can't wait to ask you about this cookbook. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys, too. What's up, fellas? Hello. Nice to How see you. How tall are you? You're taller than I am 5'11". Oh, 5'11". I'm just short. I'm about, yeah, I'm tall, but I'm extra tall with heels. I'm about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, right now, so I'm like a giant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Amazon. That's awesome, though. Yeah, huh? That's good, though. I, I was going to say an Amazon, but that's like, that's not an insult. That's like Wonder Woman's an Amazon. I'm a big chick. Yeah. I don't yeah. take offense <laughs> to that. I go around telling people, you yeah. guys are a fighter. Yes. As like, we weighed in. I weigh 200 pounds today. I got you a big coat on. I don't look like 
I don't look like I weigh 200 pounds right no, now. No, she, Layla, she, you, first of all, you Layla look Layla Ali has been here for one minute and she showed her stomach. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a great I'm interview. To, hey, I'm used to look, yeah. boxing so I, in a ring. You know, that's yes, true. That's right. true. And I used to fight and really, I don't know if you saw those old school Valley Tudo shorts. I used to fight in these little tight shorts, but I'm not lifting my shirt up. I'll lose friends. You know I what? can. Yeah, and you know what? Them shorts, uh, you know, we'll talk about that later. I don't understand some of those things, like, but yeah. I get it. But you, I guess you well, had to wear them. Yeah, back in the day I did. And it was it wasn't bad then. Because right. I didn't have any carbs on me. Right. You can't catch me in those now. Yeah, okay, good. You know? Thank you, thank you. don't do that. Special do occasion that. with my wife, maybe, but <laughs> usually no, Layla. I'm not an ex-fighter. <laughs> you probably knew that by looking at me. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's funny, your, your, your bodyguard came in, he was asking me, he recognized me from somewhere, and he goes, because I, I looked at you, I knew you're not a fighter. Like, I just give off that, <laughs> yes. I'm a wimpy talker vibe. No, you look familiar to us, and I was like, oh yeah, but he knew exactly, pinpointed. He cool. did, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, when he looked at me, I'm like, I bet you that's where he knows me from, it's not from, he doesn't think I'm a fighter, and he yeah, did not. No, it's all good. Do you watch a lot of MMA or are you a I fan of MMA? I don't actually watch a lot of MMA, but that's not really saying much because I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. To be with you. So I got a six-year-old and a nine-year-old yeah. and a husband. And guess what? They like to watch TV. Yeah. And, and so normally they're using the TV, but I do watch the things that my husband watched. My husband watched Power. That's how I've seen uh, you before. Okay. Uh -huh. My husband watched certain shows. But, you know, I you don't really have to watch anymore for the yeah. big fights because you hear about them, you yeah. see them, you see clips online. So there's certain fighters like cyborg you know as a female yeah. fighter you know that i know of she reached out to me before so we actually you know i got did she want boxing help she did yeah she actually um hit me once on twitter and, and i was like oh hey you know and i was like i'm not a trainer but i would love to we could spar did you know you spar she's like really not yet but i told her like i am not in shape i would yeah. have to run but yeah that would be fun to me yeah. just to, to you, get in there you still work you still move around or i well when you say move around you mean in the ring like yeah, actually fight no yeah. I've, I've had those moments where i was like you know i wanted to go do some sparring so maybe yeah. that, that would be probably like a year ago would say yeah. And it's totally different. Like once you get in there, because you become numb to a lot when you're doing it all the yes. time. I was feeling everything. It was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm good. Okay, I got yeah. my four rounds in. I don't need it. I got my little fix. <laughs> and you ever, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was going to say, do you ever feel because of your reputation, your name, like is it hard to find like even just some people to move around with nicely because of They want to do something? No, because I, I box men. So oh, there you go. The thing is, is and I always did, because th I'm a big girl. It's hard yeah. for one to find women in yeah. your weight class. And then if you do, they might be on a skill level that's not really helpful. So I used to always spar up. Yes. And I say I get in there with people who are more experienced than me. Not only because I'm heavy-handed, and even with a man, you get in there with a man who's 140 pounds, okay? Yeah. He's going to feel it when I hit him. Do they and try to take it easy on you at first and realize that's a mistake? That, yeah, so that's yeah. what happens. So you got to get somebody who has a, a certain skill level because you're going to get pissed. Like, you get cracked. As a fighter, you're yeah. going to want to get somebody back. So they have to know how to hold back because a man's always going to be stronger than one. Yeah. So, yeah, I get guys, I, when I spar, that could they could work with me, for sure. And it's, uh, you were 24, I think 24-0 is your record? 24-0, 21 knockouts. 24-0, 21 knockouts. And women's boxing is not as popular like right now it might it would be like what women's MMA is and do you ever feel like you didn't get the accolades as because you're an elite athlete with a, Wait, an extraordinarily just, impressive yeah. record rewind though you said it is what because it's not what women's MMA is that's what I'm saying oh, no, yeah, yeah. it, it, it isn't never as has, popular yeah, as women's not, MMA no, for no, some no. reason yeah yeah I think that well, first of all MMA has been come, become so popular because you actually people want to see fights they want to see a yes. real competition in the ring with one another and there's a lot of talented women fighters out there but but unfortunately, they don't have the platform on a lot of the undercards um, to fight. And women's boxing 
fighting just now, you know, well, for the last couple of Olympics, got into the Olympics. It wasn't there when I was fighting. And there's some girls who have been able to start getting a little more attention. But um, I would say that um, I definitely did not, especially being the daughter of Muhammad Ali, you would think, okay, if you have everything right, I'm supposedly attractive. I have, I can <laughs> fight and I'm Muhammad Ali's daughter. And I still wasn't able to do certain things. And I think it's just the timing. But, you know, it, it did um, put it on the map as far as people knowing that women box, you know, but it's like people weren't really comfortable with it yet. They want, we were taught as a society that women are supposed to be protected, right? And they don't, a lot of people just weren't comfortable seeing women fighting, but times are a changing. Yes. What, uh, and, and obviously, do you have, how many brothers and sisters do you have? There's nine of us total, two boys. And how many, uh, wow, seven daughters and two sons. How many of you fought? Was it only you? Just me. What, that, that's the, uh, the amazing thing is, was it the pressure of being uh, one of Ali's kids that made the, the boys not want to fight? And did he discourage you from doing it? You know what? I can't really speak for them, but I would say that um, you have to be, you, you, you know, you got to be a fighter. It's got to be in you. You can't just say, I think I'm just going to fight because it doesn't last long. You know, it's like I'm the fighter of the family. I was a fighting before I got into the ring. A lot of people didn't realize that. A lot of people were like, oh, you're too pretty, pretty. It's a publicity son, all those things. They don't realize the rough side of me. Like I had a pretty tough childhood growing up. I actually wrote about this in my first book, Reach, Finding Strength, Spirit, and Personal Power. And I ended up in juvenile hall for three months. Tough because of your decisions or because, because of the decisions I'm made for you? Okay. No, for sure. My own. Well, well it's intertwined because as a kid, there's certain decisions that are made for you that cause a certain ripple effect, you know, and and. But but again, I was I was causing a lot of the trouble in my own life, sure. and um, I wouldn't have changed any of it because it made me who I am. But I got a little rough edge to me, and I think that's what you need for uh, sure. Juvenile hall, yeah. Uh, I don't. You don't have to dive into dark three times, months. But how come I can't hear myself on this thing? No, you, it's probably your headphones. Is it my you, headphones? You sound oh, good. you can hear yes, me. Yes, sure. Um, you don't have to dive into too much, but uh, delve into it. But what, what happened? I was yeah. ditching school. I was totally just defiant to my, with my mother. Um, got myself in trouble. I was out with some. So what actually really did it was being out with some friends, having hanging in with the wrong crowd. Um, it was just escalating. And then I had a friend who shoplifted, and she was like, "Hey, let's go shoplifting." I'm like, "Hmm, I got money in my pocket. Okay, I'm gonna try it." And then we got yeah. caught, you know, because I know what I was doing. Yeah. So and then I got on probation. And then I wasn't doing good. So then they start monitoring you. So I already was kind of doing my own thing. And that's yeah. when it kind of just one thing led to another. I was like, I think you need to do a little time. And the great thing was the judge never sentenced me to time. First, he was like, I'm going to give you two weeks and I'm going to see you again. And I was like, oh, two weeks is the end of my life. I come back. I sit in the back of the courthouse, like ready to be seen. He sends me back. He didn't see me. And so he did that to me a few times. So I spent time with actually, without actually being sentenced to time. And uh, I wrote about all yeah. the whole story in my book. How old were you when you... I was about 15 at that time, oh, 15, wow. 16, actually, 16. What is the pressure? Is, is it because like you're, you're, you're the daughter of one of the most beloved guys alive, like all of a sudden you have to do something to stand out? Or what, what is, there's got to be a lot of pressure with that, or there's got to be some pressure. Well, um, I, I, don't, I didn't really see it that way, because one thing is, is that you know, it's, it all starts within yourself and your self-talk, right? I never thought to myself, I need to do something to stand out. First of all... Let's just paint the picture. I never thought that there was any way I was going to live up to be who my father is, nor did I want to be. Okay. I wanted, I was always focused on living my own life. Like I wake up every day, like I'm Layla. I didn't wake up every day. Like I'm Muhammad Ali's daughter. Right. What do I need to do? Yeah. Just like the average person. So of course yeah. I take that into consideration. 
I didn't even want to box until I saw women's boxing on television. Until I saw a woman get into the ring. Then I was like, what? Women box? That's a possibility. How did I not know about this? I'd already been fighting. Nobody yeah. was paying me. <laughs> I'm like, I can do this and get paid and not get in trouble and, and do what I... And, and then I was... Then, then, the, then the, you know, they, they set in like, mm, can I do it? How do you do it? You know, am I able to be an athlete? I wasn't even an athlete. So then I started training for a year, kind of in secrecy. You know, I was like, I'm just yeah. doing it as a workout. But I really was trying to see, do I have what it takes? Because I'm not going to embarrass yeah. my father and my family name. Of course. Now, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm being a father. Uh, I have three little girls. Eight, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Eight, six, and four. Yeah, I'm surrounded. Uh, I'm, I'm. If they wanted to fight when they get older, I don't. I know the struggles of a fighter. Exactly. I know the highs of the highs. I know mm -hmm. the lows of the lows. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd have to really, if they really wanted it, I'd have to see. But was your father supportive? Heck no. No, he didn't want <laughs> no not at all? No, heck no. And I wouldn't be want my children to fight. So he yeah. basically, well, he I won't say he wasn't supportive. He tried to talk me out of it indirectly. The same things we would say to our children. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize what you really go through, right? And he was just like... <sighs> What are you gonna do with the whole world watching? There's gonna be a lot of pressure. And he was like, "I'm, I'm ready, Dad." You know, he's like, "Okay, she doesn't, she just doesn't understand." Well, yeah. what are you gonna do if you get knocked down? You know, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna do what you did. I'm gonna get back up, Dad." Yeah. And he's just like, oh, "I'm just not getting to it." What, yeah. what if you get knocked out? I was like, "That's just not gonna happen." But if it does, yeah. I asked for a rematch. And then it was like, then he finally told me what was really on his mind. He was just like, "It's not for women. It's a man sport. It's hard. It's too tough." And I didn't get upset. I was just because we didn't agree on a lot of things. You know, and this was just another one. And I was like, "Okay, Dad." That's how you feel, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to show you, you know. And yeah. so, and then he did eventually come to me after winning my titles and championships uh, and coming to fights and say, you know what, I was wrong. Uh, you can fight. Cool. Women can fight. And then he was just like, let me show you how to jab. I'm like, really, Dad? I already know. <laughs> like, I didn't want championship. Now you want to get in here? Like, it was funny. Did so. you have a good relationship with him? Oh, yeah, for sure. But we definitely had that bump heads relationship because I'm the one child out of all that told him at a young age I don't want to be Muslim it's like what yeah. after all that oh, I didn't through? know that you're the only one who's not Muslim no yeah I'm the only one so, yeah so I was like uh no and at a young very a very young age and that was big if you know Muhammad Ali's history so I've always been that one that was like um I'm gonna move out the house I moved out the house at 18 moved in with a boyfriend he's like you're living in sin I said first of all I'm not Muslim don't judge me second of all I have my own business, a nail salon. I pay my own bills. Yeah. I bet you didn't know that. I did nails and had a nail salon. No. Very ambitious. So by the time I was 19, I had my own business. So I was like, wait a minute, I pay my bills. So he was always like, I can't tell Layla nothing. So then here comes the boxing. That was yeah. the, like, oh, what am I going to do with this chick? <laughs> yeah, but in a way, you're a lot like your father where you're kind of rebellious, right? I mean, not like, I, do, I do what I want to do. That's what the way that I want to do it. Yes. Is that why but you I, think you buckheads? You kind of alike a little? Not buckheads, but. Of course. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm, I'm the most like him when it comes to that. But he uh, respected it. Yes. You know, so he respected it and I respect him, but it's just like you live your life and I live mine. So it was it was fun though. What made you not want to be Muslim? Because I didn't want to go to catechism when I was a kid. I didn't, you know I, didn't, I didn't know how to get away with that. I learned at a very early age, it just didn't speak to me in my heart. And there was a lot of things I didn't understand that didn't make sense to me. And then I, I come to find out that religion really isn't my thing. Although the rules of religion, although I'm very spiritual, I have my relationship with God. I know right from wrong, you know, all these different things. But I kind of took more to my mom's side. And she was more um, science of mind, which is Christian based, which is more of spiritual. So you can just kind of be any religion. And so that's kind of what I took to more. But um, like I said, I that's one thing that I don't get hyped about. Like what if you believe in God and you believe in being a good person, you are right with me. Like all yeah. those other rules, whether you eat pork or not, I, it really doesn't make a sense <laughs> yeah. to me is what kind of person are you? Yeah. And I don't think that you need 
necessarily religion. I don't, but some people do. Some people need that, those rules, you know, yeah. to be like, to keep them on the straight and narrow. So, and do you feel differently too about, about some of the, the women fighting in MMA now? Cause you weren't obviously a big fan of Rhonda uh, at one point. Oh, because you because remember the what happened in the media. I mean, they talk about the, no, it, it wasn't get started. I'll tell you exactly how it got started. <laughs> TMZ, of course, and, <laughs> they, no, drama. they oh normally don't do that. Oh my god, yeah. But no, I wasn't. It wasn't like I was not a fan because yeah. I respect anybody who. I mean, she went to the Olympics and won, and is, yeah. is you know. That, but I, I did know she was overhyped. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't know enough. But when I got asked about her, I got asked by TMZ. I was walking through the parking lot, yeah. minding my own business. And I know you got a lot of UFC fans, so please listen. Because yes. they got pissed. No, they're like talking you. a whole lot of shit no. when it happened. <laughs> but I was asked, like, hey, Layla, how you doing? Hey, good, good. What do you think of Ronda Rousey? Oh, she's great. She's wonderful. Can she beat you? I was like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, she's like the size of my four-year-old daughter. That's what yeah. set it off. Yeah. But I was basically, people don't know my personality. I was being yeah. funny and saying yeah. she's a lot smaller than me, people. Yeah. So it really isn't even about skill, even though she, yeah. you know, she wouldn't have been able to beat me in any way. But you know how much bigger I am than her? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you got to get me down into an arm bar, and I'm going to yeah. knock you all the way out before you even get to that point. <laughs> because I throw right hands. Like, you don't, a fighter. You don't a move, fighter. You don't move your head. Yeah. I saw that. I don't have to follow MMA, no UFC to see that. I saw her one time. I said she does not move her head. She had just won a fight where she got she stopped the girl in 30 seconds. I don't care about that. Yeah. I want to see what you do. Your nose was bleeding. You got hit so many times yeah. on the way to that knockout. And if that was me, you would have been on the floor. So really, it was a it was it's, it's a skill and size thing. And of yeah. course, that was before she lost. So it yes. was like, oh, Ronda would do this. Ronda would yeah. do that. That's how that happened. You asked. I know yeah. I'm going no, on. No, no, listen. This is my moment. This is my moment to let them know. No, no was, you should clear it up. That's I good. was not no. trying to be negative. It had nothing to do with her. And, and it's not I, like you're calling up TMZ. Let me give you my opinion. They're asking you. And, you're and it doesn't honest. matter if it's her or the next woman. No woman will ever beat me. Period. I, I love her attitude. Let me can Although, I, can it, I get the applause. Would you, I love her attitude. Yeah. I love it. Now, what if she shot for a takedown? Ronda tend to come in high from Judah, but what if she shot for a takedown? What if she shot low for a takedown and grabbed you in a single leg? She. That's not going to happen because I'm going to... Look... <laughs> First of all, we don't even need to talk about her anymore because it's not even fun because no, she's already I, no, lost. Yeah. But my, my lost question twice. was, now now that you feel like you, that she's been exposed and people say that, and we're going to get to your cookbook in a second because as you see, I'm a fatty. I can't wait to ask you about something. <laughs> I can't wait to hear, ask her about something. You like Italian. to eat, baby. I do, I do, and I want to ask you about Italian dishes. But really quick, do you feel a little, like not that you missed the boat with it, because there was a little of that drama with the TMZ, and before she was, you know, so-called exposed, you feel like, man, I could have took, I, if we could have made that fight happen, Woo. I have to be honest with you, with you. I was never interested in that. Okay. But, you know, money talks. Yes. So it would have been a possibility. Okay. But then she messed around and lost. So it's not, you can't, you can't, those, uh, somebody's O must go, right? Yeah. When you got two undefeated oh, fighters. Undefeated, yeah. That's yeah. what makes it exciting. If you've already lost to two people that I could beat, then it doesn't make it exciting. And, and, and Really, one last thing with the, before the cookbook because I can't wait to talk about it. The uh, your your father took a fight in Japan. I don't know yes. what it was yeah. with uh, Ioki, and, Ioki uh, and right, he was right. kicking at his legs and and your father's just like what? Did he, what? I don't know the, really the, the whole background about that. I don't either. To be honest, okay, okay, but I know about it. Yes, because I'm just like who won the fight. I, I, I think I don't know, it, it was, was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> it was a weird thing where 
I, you know, Ioki didn't want to strike with him at all, so he'd be jumping he was on the in floor, and just, like, right? Kicking he at his was, legs. But didn't he stay on the floor? He stayed the on the floor. So that's not even a almost fight. like the original butt flute, butt scoot. <laughs> yeah, that's but crazy. he was like kicking at his legs. It was a weird thing. I'm sure they Listen. made a lot of money, right? Well, Ali, Ali, Ali said in an interview. I, I sometimes watch him on the old Mike Douglas show. That was the best show ever. He'd just <laughs> sit there and hang out with Sly and as before. I don't know, well, that's before my me and Lily's uh, time. But he said you one time, the, and I think he called him a karate man. But he said a karate guy will always beat the boxer. He said because he he has use of his legs, so he. You know, he kind of knew that you can't fight a guy who's doing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that um, that was his opinion. Doesn't mean he was right. I already told you about me and my dad. (laughs) That's a good point. But let me just say, there's a couple of things that come into play. I think if you have two people, I'm talking about two really fighters who can take punches. Yeah. You got to be able to take a punch when you're there with a puncher, and I'm a puncher, and you got to have a skill. And then pound for pound, then possibly that's that that's true. You know, it just depends. So it's like if you can, but if you're if you're not going to move your head. And you and you're in there with someone bigger and stronger, and you get hit with a right hand. That's not fair. That's why I laughed about the whole idea in the first place, because it just wouldn't yeah. be fair to match us that way. Because I believe in weight and pound for pound and, and punching power and all that kind of thing. So, what do you think of Conor Floyd? I, I know you said it was just an entertainment value it fight. Was, it was. Was it better than you thought it was, or do you think that Floyd didn't go all out? It definitely was not better than I thought it was. Um, but I think that it, it went exactly what I thought. Floyd can pretty much. Do Floyd is like on such a different level, you know what I mean? And Connor, trust me, he's a good fighter, he has heart, you know, and I like his style. I like him as a person, like, I yeah. really wasn't feeling him. And then I happened to be on a flight and I saw it was like a special they did on him, yeah. And, and I was like, you know, I like him because he's a stand up guy and I and I can I can deal with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I did see, like, okay, it's a money fight for them, it's on the people if they want to pay for it, cool. But Floyd pretty much was just kind of playing, stringing him along, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because Floyd can box in his sleep. He can see the punches you're trying to throw before you even throw them. You know, I said, yeah. but I did say he has a chance. He has a puncher's chance, but I don't think that's going to happen. And so it was cool. I mean, it was nice that, you know, he at least let the fans yeah. have those moments where they're like, oh, wait, maybe he could do something. It's like, no, Floyd's not, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> now, and you're obviously a nutrition based person. You're an elite athlete. Um, and you, and your, your cookbook, because I, oh. I try to eat, I can't cook at all. I've never cooked a day in my life. Um, but I want to eat, like, I, I, I don't want to be fat. <laughs> well, you're not, so you don't Thank have to worry about much. that. And you're not fat either. Thank you so much, yes. Layla. But yes. are you gonna, I don't know, do you have any Italian dishes? <laughs> you know what? I'm the not clothes, fat. But he's not right kidding. Before you came in, he's like, you think she has chicken parm? I know, I'm like, I, I heard, heard that. that. I heard that. That is not one of my specialties, although I could okay. make it. What you know, that? I could, oh, this is a sweet potato pie right oh, it's here. Very good. But you know, everything that I cook, I cook and try to make it healthier. So I would say the closest thing that I have is a ratatouille. Ratatouille. Uh, ratatouille. Ratatouille? Well, ratatouille. The closest thing. Oh, sorry. That's the closest it? thing. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. What is it? It is basically vegetables that you cook on a stove. So nah, you have your zucchini, you have your tomatoes, <laughs> you have your eggplant. Matt tapped yeah. out. <laughs> That's the closest thing. So it. no, it's not. I wouldn't say. I'm trying to think. Like, let me. I usually I don't tap out to, quick. I started to open the book. <laughs> Like, you know, what, let me see what else can, can uh, fall under Italian. What is your special? No. Like, what do you cook, like, particularly well? Like, what do you go, like, this is why I the wrote recipes, a recipes. Well, first of all, I've been cooking since I was nine or ten years yeah. old. Let me just put that down there. So it's not like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to do something. This is something yeah. that I was doing before I was boxing. Um, and I've kind of come back to it. And um, I've been making the recipes in there, such as my stewed chicken and my gumbo and my oven fried chicken wings. So, of course, I got the soul food. Well, that sounds good, though. Yeah, I'm a sister. <laughs> so, you know, sounds when black del- people see me on the cover, delicious. they're going to be like, wait a minute, what do you have? So, yeah, yeah I have those things, but, but of course, they're made in a healthier way as far as the preparation and the ingredients that are used. But if I have salads, I have pasta, I have... You said you pasta? Know, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, but not not your kind of not pasta. My kind. Is no I red like sauce involved? Quinoa. Yeah, there is. I have a secret oh. red sauce because a I have a secret s- red yes, sauce. Because I have a secret a, after this. Well, it's in the book, but okay. I have a six-year-old who doesn't always love to eat her vegetables. So what I do is I take vegetables, I roast them, I blend them down, and put them into the tomato sauce. So I also have a secret white sauce. So like, say if you're making mac and cheese and you want to get some vegetables in there, why not put a little cauliflower, a little zucchini, oh. blend it down? They can't taste it. You mask the flavor. So yes. I have those. Things. So it's like when you want to give like an animal a pill, you basically yeah. crunch it up yeah. and you put it in the put food. Put it in a piece of sausage or something. Yeah. That type of thing. Good. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's like how that. I always got pills given yeah. to me. They would crunch but, it up and put it in a dog bowl. But all the flavor, <laughs> all the flavor is there. You know, because that's why I don't. I don't think it's a health book because yeah. it's just we should be eating healthy. But like again, all the flavor is there. So nutrition is king, but flavor is queen. Uh, so so whether you're Jimmy who doesn't eat a hasn't eaten a carb since 1999 or myself where you're a bit of a fat guy that has something for everybody for sure oh this definitely is I'm I, I love to book. eat I love to get my grub on and I have a burger in there that I dedicated to my father the the greatest of all time burger and how it came to be basically is my father used to pick us up take us to these burger joints right and I remember him always ordering his burger the same way yeah right so I pretty much recreated that burger and, and just dedicated it to him so they, they got to buy the book to find out how he likes it right because I, I want to know I'm not <laughs> telling I'm not telling how the champ ate his burger I do want to ask this what was the reaction every time he'd walk into a burger place and ask for a burger oh my god can you imagine <laughs> Ali but this particular burger place that, that I can't remember the name of they knew him there he, we were regulars you know but it was like a hole in the wall place but they used to flavor their meat and season their meat you know so that was the thing that I think he loved about it at what point did you realize that the way you lived life as a kid was there a point where you realized like going into this burger place or having everybody go crazy hey this is not what most kids experience like how long did it take you to realize that your life was a lot different well listen when you when you leave a 14,000 square foot mansion in a Rolls Royce and you ride down the street with the top down and all of us standing up in the car with no seatbelts on we pull well that was back in the day you know sure sure and it's Muhammad Ali (laughs) yeah yeah that wasn't right but you know, and people are always Ali, and he's honking and waving, and he's passing out hundred dollar bills to homeless people on the Aww. on the road. That was a regular thing that I saw. And then going to like the neighborhood, Bob's Big Boy. You remember Bob's Big sure. Boy? And there was always a crowd of people around. He always had a black briefcase, which had his magic tricks, and he had his pre-signed um, Muslim pamphlets. Okay, he would he sign was, them because he would say, you know, well, people want your autograph, and if you give it to them on a pamphlet, then they have to read it. So he would, you know, so there's all these wow. things that we saw. He prepared, like he he signed these autographs, and he would stand there for hours and do magic. Oh. So I I hated going with dad because it was just like as a kid, you're like, oh man, we're stuck again. We just want to get something to eat. It's but, funny, Ali just wants to do magic yeah, tricks. Oh, he, with strangers. He, lo- That's oh, he awesome. loves it. He loves entertaining. <laughs> he he loves. He was a people person. Uh, I'm I'm such a movie person. Did you like uh, the Will Smith uh, movie adaptation of his life? I thought it was good. I thought Did it was. Good. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not Ali to me, but I thought Will did an amazing job, and he really took it seriously. He spent time with the family, he consulted the family, and he did an amazing job. Yeah. So there was moments where you almost forgot you were watching Will, and I think if you can do that, that's you've done your job. Well, that's a really hard guy to play too, because it's such a famous person. Like you know, it's it, like when you look at uh, who played Capote. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman played Capote. Mm-hmm. He's a famous guy, but a little easier to do an impression of. But Ali, there's one image of it. Well, you tell me as an actor, you know, because I would think that that being your job, that you would that you would just be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. If you have the right build and you know, you know, you be confident and you do your research, then you go for it. It seemed like it would be really exciting though, wouldn't it? I don't have Will Smith confidence. Like here's the like when you look at <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. did uh, OJ. He does not 
not look like OJ, and he sounded not that much like him, but he said he played the guy, he played the, the emotions, and it just worked. You didn't look at it and go, he doesn't look like OJ. You're like, this is what OJ yeah. was going through. Yeah. So sometimes the little difference in look is okay if the guy is playing it exactly. emotionally. You gotta, right. Then you got to really be heavy on the acting side then, right? Yeah. To make us forget all of that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, well, your dad played himself in a movie called The Greatest. Ah, uh, that was I funny. Saw. Yeah, it was like, didn't he play himself through all ages, like from 17 to 45? I don't think 45? it was all ages. I don't think it was all ages, um, but it was that was that was a good one. I liked it. I thought you he did, did a like good job. It. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm sure you get sick and tired of uh, who's your mom? Your mom is I only Veronica. Met, oh, okay. I met. I think her name is Lonnie. Lonnie is his, was his current wife. Your current that, wife. That, yeah, she. I, I met your dad once. We, I get to sit in a hotel room with him for forty-five minutes. We had a mutual friend, and he wasn't talking much. At, mm -hmm. at, at the end, were you able to communicate with him? Or when you say the end, do you mean before he passed? Oh yeah, like so right last, the passed? last couple of years. Yeah. Um. No. I mean, we can communicate with him usually early in the morning. Okay, before he took his meds because he took lots of meds, and the meds are what had the side effects that kind of made him kind of go out of it. But did they stop tremors and things like that? Yeah. Okay. So, but he, you know, because Parkinson's, everything shuts down, so we would have a hard time swallowing. Sometimes we get food stuck in his mouth things like that so the medicine even though it kind of made it where he wouldn't communicate with you as much it was you know really important to have but if you get to him before like 11 o'clock for some reason he take his medicine he could you could have not the kind of conversation like i'm having with you yeah but you could be like hey dad like hey how you doing you know he would know oh. and he'd be there but then we take that medicine and it would be you know that was hard to watch so i felt like he was kind of trapped in his body because his mind was there 100 percent, right but not 100 no. percent. i wouldn't say because you know i'm sure you're you're altered in some sort of way with parkinson's but he was there you know you can make that connection with him so he's in a better place now and that's what sure. gives me comfort in knowing that you know i believe he's his old self you know wherever he is so. yeah and, eating and, a slice of my sweet potato pie with a la mode <laughs> and I, I just remember that uh lonnie was a very good conversationalist she was very like she was very able to like i guess she got used to people wanting to say something and you know having a nice she was she, i just liked her a lot though lonnie a is a um yeah definitely perfect when it comes to being able to speak on the behalf of my father which she came very comfortable to do very educated woman she'd been around for years she grew up across the street from my dad so you know he used to babysit her and her her, her sister Maryland yeah oh. so they she'd been around for a long time oh wow I didn't know that okay mm -hmm. so she yeah she's been around yeah she's uh, been around okay I grew up with Lonnie like for sure. Oh, he knew her for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got, I've got certain people like that. You just mm -hmm. kind of know pretty well. Yeah. Um, so is your sweet potato pie good? I just started eating Hell sweet potatoes. Yeah. I despise them because they're orange and they're creepy looking. But I started what? eating them. I didn't like them. And I finally started eating them and they're actually really wait, good. Wait, wait, So they were creepy. So you didn't taste them or you had tasted them and you didn't like them? I just didn't. I looked at them and they reminded me of yams. And I'm like, there's no way those are good. And then somebody suckered me into eating them because they were like sweetened and they were yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and well, a yam and a sweet potato, people confuse all the time. Even I do sometimes. I just recently learned the difference. I'm like, I thought it was the same thing, but they're different. And yeah, but the cinnamon and the vanilla uh, and a little bit of, you know, raw organic brown sugar, of course, is amazing. So when I was training and it used to be like, uh, I'd have one of those, it'd be like a uh, slice of cake, man. It was so good. Oh, babe, don't you even know? get started. Don't I used to fight at 155 at one point. So did you always have to cut weight? I'm heavier than you, and you see how tall you said? Mm -hmm. I'm 5'6. Mm -hmm. We didn't stand up yet. It's all muscle on that. You look good. <laughs> There's, a, there's some muscle on there, but it ain't all muscle. Like, keep it no. real, don't play. Well, you can... chicken parmesan with cheese and sauce. And oh, well, the second pasta. she comes in, I'm like, <laughs> fair point. I'm like, what is it? Do you have anything with mozzarella? But you look good, though. Oh, thank you, you still Layla. Look good. I that mean, come me on, we work good. so hard. Thank you. You know what I mean? We all the running and the training uh, and putting your body through all that. Take a rest, brother. The, it's okay. Thank you so much. The, the sweet potatoes, though, they are tasty, though. That's I would have though. those even if um vegetables. I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta get a power drink. I gotta get my secret sauce. Are you leaving that book? Do you have? Extra one? Of course. Okay, good. Of course. Jimmy, I need it more than you. You can have it. Thank you, Jimmy. Do you uh what does your husband do? 
My husband uh, used to play football. Oh, okay. He used yeah, to play yeah. for the Jets. He used to play for the 49ers. He used to play for the Bears. His name is Curtis Conway. Okay. And um, defensive player came out of USC. He was a wide receiver. Oh, okay. Um, and you know he's amazing. I love him to death. Now, because week. you're an athlete and you're such a, like again, you're a person who takes care of yourself and you fought. And you're used to the spot. Did you have to date somebody like that? Like somebody who wouldn't be threatened by your? I've had some doozies. <laughs> You've had some bad ones. <laughs> this is my second marriage. Okay. I got married really young, which. I don't regret any of it um, because my ex-husband actually was a fighter. He was a world champion yeah. at one time. I don't really want to go too okay, deep in sure. him. But what was great was is that when we met, he was still kind of towards the end of his career. And he was like, oh, you're boxing. And then he, because he, I was doing it on my own. And then he was like, you need to get with a better trainer. I mean, a different trainer, I should say. You need to step some things up. So he knew what I needed to do. And he taught me a lot of what I needed to know. And, and then I ended up going, we moved to Vegas. I started training with um, uh, Floyd Mayweather's um, uncle, Roger Mayweather. Yes. And that's when I really upped my game. And so that was perfect for that time. Um, and so he was very confident, obviously. And I don't ever want to be with a man that feels like I'm going to beat them up. And to be honest with you, I'm not that kind of girl. Like, I don't go around, like, flexing. Like, yeah, I can yeah. cook your ass. Because like I said, what did I say? I said men are always going to be stronger than women. Yeah. And that, I'm talking pound for pound. But yet, attitude-wise, like, your, your husband now, ex-football uh, football player. He's a guy. Like, he's a, a, I mean, an athlete. you need yeah. kind of an alpha? Or do you feel... No, he, he's, Curtis is very laid back. Yeah. He has a quiet confidence and, you know, I'm the fiery one out of yeah. the two because we would be, bump now my ex-husband, we used to get into it a lot yeah. because he, you know, he thought, he, he was trying to put out my fire. It's like, he's not going to put out my fire. Yeah. And, you know, my <laughs> husband has no problem. He's with, laid back. He's laid back. And, but when he needs a step, I'm like, okay, hold on. And then, yeah. then I know when to calm down. I know yeah. when to back off. So you got to have that balance. And I enjoy being a yeah. woman. I enjoy letting a man be a man. I love cooking. I love cleaning. I love doing laundry i love doing all those things but um at the same time he knows when it's fight like i still can get into that mode so he has to be like hold up layla you know what i mean so <laughs> okay so you she like doing those traditional things i love too. it i love it i love it and it's, it's just natural for me and i and i feel like you don't have to choose between the two i don't have anything that i have to prove and people used to ask me that all the time i was fighting how do you how are you a lady outside of the ring and a fighter in the ring i was like I just am. I just when you're going into the ring, a, a, a switch flips, and yeah. I'm thinking about somebody trying to take my head off. I'm not thinking about do I have lipstick on or any of yeah. that. It's like I'm going here to kick your ass. You you're know, you're trying to take what's mine. Yeah, yeah it's like it's a total transition. Yeah. So, it's, and then when I'm outside of the ring, then I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna look in the mirror and be like I want to look nice. You know, so it's, I'm both. How do you feel about all this? Because like, you're saying you like to do the traditional stuff at home, but there's all this new thinking about like, hey, women should not do that stuff, or or, or this thing of like that's old thinking. You know, you know well, the, the this is thinking. what this is what it is. You know, because when we start speaking about women, you know, oh, no one can speak for us but a woman, mm -hmm. and and the thing is, is that a lot of women now are career women. Okay, times have changed and they just like aren't doing a lot of the things that they used to do. But there's been a role reversal. Like sometimes women have more opportunities where in the back in the day it used to be right. I'm talking about back in the day. Women yeah. would stay home. The man would go out. And then but that was a lot of work to keep the house and to raise the kids. It's a, you know, kids are the future. So now women, a lot of them feel like, well, why should I have to do those things if I'm out here being a career woman? But I think that you can do both. It's really a matter of what you want to do. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But I actually 
And then some women feel like they have to, you know, stick their chest out and prove a point. Right. So it's like, do what's in your heart for the right reasons. Like I actually like doing those things. I'm totally fine with that. But when I step out into the world, I put my business hat back on and I do what I have to do. So, you know, it's just woman to woman is different. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, it was really good talking to you. I want to promote your book properly. It's yes. called Food for Life. Uh, of course, Layla Ali. And uh, it's available now. It is. It just came out yesterday and it's already uh, a bestseller is moving up the oh charts God. on yeah on Amazon and on um, Barnes and Noble and people are embracing it. I'm super excited about it. Like I am on a high right now because I've been working on this book for like a couple of years and you just don't know, you know, you're like you just want it to yeah. do well. Yeah. And really just so in case I, I don't remember if I said it or not. I became really passionate about helping people take control of their life through nutrition because we have a lot of problems, as we know, in this country and around the world with diabetes and heart disease and people with foggy brain and, you know, skin problems, all these things. They don't understand that it all comes from the way that we eat. So we need to respect our body, try to do a little better. You don't have to make a drastic change. Take a step by step and start thinking about what you can add to your life instead of what you need to take away. You don't need to stop eating your chicken parmesan, (laughs) but you might need to have one of my green power shakes every morning. You let know, me, I don't me, know. I'm not a good cook. <laughs> I'm going to give this book to my wife. I'll make like it's a I present love it. or something. Yeah, make yeah. it look and like you want to buy it. Tell her, tell her, no, tell her it was from me. Tell That's her what I will. Me. I'll tell say that. Maybe you could sign it to her. And it'll be like a bit with that, a, a yeah. special do that. Yes. You will yes. definitely do yes. that. <laughs> Dear Matt, I hear your wife can't cook. Layla. <laughs> 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 no. No, don't tell her that. That is funny. That's great. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, I, it was really appreciate fun talking it. Thank to you. you. And let me just mention, you guys ever want to listen to me? I have a podcast, oh. Layla Ali Lifestyle. It's on Podcast One and iTunes, so check it out. When well, is it are available? You on Instagram? Or? I am. I'm the real Layla Ali on Instagram. And, um, you know, I put a podcast out every week. And, you know, I do this too. Hey. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> it's great I, talking to you. So thank great. you so much. Really thank you, guys. Thank you. So much. Appreciate it. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's pull-up podcast. Very special mini post-game seven episode of pull-up, an epic game seven in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to $700. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus 
Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. That was a lovely uh, talk with Leilali. We took a couple photos. And uh, what a nice person. She has such a good energy about her, Jimmy. I yes. like her uh, right away. I, I did, too. She was a very, very uh, confident person. You know, but it's funny. You, know, you can see her father's face in her in, in the expressions. Like, she did a couple of things with her, like her mouth and her eyes, yeah, just when she spoke naturally. And I'm like, that is such an Ollie thing to do. Yeah, that's, but, that's just something that you, you, like, when you go, they look like their dad. But stunning. Yeah, very attractive. Very pretty. But then again, he was an attractive guy. So, well, I mean, it's like, you know, they're good-looking family. There you go. That's good. But uh, good explanation on Rhonda, too. I'm glad she cleared that yeah. up, too, because you never know how these things get... Uh, and, but, you know, yeah, but you know what I like about that is, like, she she's, seems like a real cool chick, man. Like, you know what I mean? She's not out there. She didn't, like, go calling TMZ, like, no. hey, listen, uh, this is what I... She wasn't trying to get attention. She was just, like, you know, being honest, how she feels. And I like her attitude. I do. Now, before we talk to uh, uh, Derek Brunson, who's uh, the main event against uh, Jacare, I want to talk about a couple of fights that got added, or at least one, a strawweight fight, uh, Kovalkiewicz against Felice Herrig. That's on 223, Ferguson, Nurmagomedov. That's an amazing card so far. That's Brooklyn? You have, that's Brooklyn? That's Brooklyn. You got oh! Tony and Habib. You got Joanna and Rose with their rematches, the co-main. And now you got Carolina and Felice. I'm sure that's a. Ama- I'm going to guess that's going to be like the first or second fight on the main card. They still need one more fight on that main card. Now Matt says he's going, so I imagine Matt knows something that we don't. He's not I saying shit. Might know something. I might know something. So there might be two more main card, main main, main yeah. uh, card fights. Yeah, they, I would think they'll add two. Uh, Chris Weidman. Uh, against just, Ally Aquinta, no. you know, just two of Matt's guys. I'll tell you, I can't else. wait to see. You know what? I can't wait. No one was in class last night. Oh. I, got to, I got to see Raging Al. Oh, you did? Oh, I miss Raging Al. How's he doing? I miss him too, actually. I haven't seen him fight in a while. Dude, he's such a good, he's just such a good dude. Good. Man. Have him come in one day. Nah, he's gone. I told him, come in. Is he dude. too busy? I don't care who. I mean, if you if you like Dana, you don't like Dana, come in here. What's he too busy? Talk about it here. You don't have to talk about it in other people's podcasts. Yeah, come here and chat nah, with him. He's just, a, he's just a good kid. He's got a good energy and. Um, I had a, I, we had a good time last night, man, at the, at the academy, man. It was it was a bunch of killers. Can I say this about the uh, the Carolina Felice Herrick fight? That's great for. I mean, it's a fun fight, but for Felice, she's been looking when she was on our show. She talked about wanting yeah. a big fight, and she well, feels yep. disrespected. Well, this is the fight. That's right. She's got it. Yeah, you know, and that's when Carolina goes, "Watch what you wish for." Well, I'm I'm just starting shit. She didn't say anything, <laughs> but you know. Now listen, these guys fought uh, Jacare and Brunson fought in 2012. Yeah. And he got knocked out. Which Run is uh, to think that you don't picture Jacare. I mean, again, when you, you know Jacare hits hard, but you don't picture him knocking Brunson out. That's not how you'd see. It was almost like you didn't see Joanna uh, tapping due to strikes against Rose. Right. That, there's certain ways you don't see somebody but, but lose But he was it. starting to really work his striking, like develop it pretty much in strike force, Jacare. Yeah. yeah. Now it's more polished. Uh, but, but I want to ask Derek, and I could actually I'll say ask this. him. Okay. Anyway, what else do we got? Now let's, what do you want to ask him? I want to. You better look, keep me to it, or else I'll forget what I was going to ask. Him. No, I was going to ask him. Like, uh, do you think he got laid out by him because he, you know he was so fearful of the ground? Is that why he landed? What did he hit him with again? It's been a while. Yeah, he caught him with a punch. I don't remember. Yeah. Left. So yeah. I'm wondering, man. I mean, listen, it's kind of like my fight with GSP. He didn't expect me to stand with him. I won't. How does I won't it always go question. back to that? I won't steal your question. How does it always go back to that? Okay. Why? It's a shitty question. No. 
Okay. It's a good question. <laughs> I am I'm so taken with that uh, Layla Ali. Let's, she was right, so let's, nice. Let's put it all on the table. We both have a slight crush on Layla Ali. Well, my wife would a, get jealous of that. I can't no, say that. No, she knows that you're a good man. However, yeah. what I have a crush on is Layla Ali's wedding ring. That's why I asked what her husband did. I'm like, yeah. what does this guy do? Is he a fucking, is he, is he an oil merchant? Like this, The <laughs> ring on her finger was like my head. Whoever married her loves her very much. It's a giant wedding ring. But she's very personable. Like, she's very, lovely. Like, you know what I mean? So that, that, she didn't just capture, she didn't just uh, inherit, you know, the fighting spirit from her father. She's got some personality to her. But the thing is, you when, you, when I looked at that ring, the pressure of marrying Muhammad Ali's daughter, because you're marrying, inter- you're not just marrying yeah. the daughter of a famous athlete. You're marrying a famous athlete and the daughter of the most beloved athlete on earth. Yeah. There was nobody more loved than Ali in any sport. More no, respected. He transcended the sport. I mean, he was maybe the most famous person on earth at one point. At one point, yeah. I mean, uh, but he but he was so... He was hysterical loved. too, man. He was I a like funny dude, friends. man. He was a you funny know. dude. Um, Matt, you, Hi. Were, you we were What's talking up? before the show. Dana White had something to say about CM Punk potentially returning to the UFC. What did, did you want he to say about? about that? So Dana said, I like that guy. He's a good dude. He wants one more. He wants to get another, another shot. I'm going to give it to him. Can I just tell you that I fucking, I did hear that. And I said to pretend like I didn't hear that. Because I, 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 I heard him say something about giving him another shot. So immediately I fucking, I texted Dana, um, I think it was yesterday. And I'm like, dude. I heard what you said about CM Punk. Let's look, <laughs> just like the first one. Let's find them. Let's find them on looking for a fight. Let's go. And he's like, "That's it. We're going to some place. I don't know if it's, a, if it's always secret where we're going." All right, cool. When but, are we doing it, dude? Jimmy, you listen to me. I don't know if you ever saw Compland when Robert De Niro was talking his festival alone when he wanted to do the right thing, but it was too late. You had your chance. You had your opportunity, and you blew it. No, all I remember about Copland is you ever seen that movie. Yes, uh, not bad, I, right? I just remember Sly. When he was all fat, telling the girl because all the good ones were taken. That's reminds me of me, just uh, out of shape. That's booing him. I didn't like that part of the movie. I didn't even like the movie. My favorite thing, uh, <laughs> Sly did, and yeah, that was what did he do? Uh, that movie sucked. No, Copland. You like Copland? I, I loved Salone. You know what that. I just realized just this second. We don't like the same type of movies, Jimmy. Not at all. I like good yeah. ones. You're like, no, I like grown-up movies. Ah, you're so cool, no, Jimmy. Mike, Michael Rappaport was good in that. I like Michael Rappaport. De Niro Rappaport. was good in that. Uh, I, I thought, you know, Gene Garofalo had a tiny part. I thought Ray Liotta was good in that. Gene Garofalo? She played she a cop. It? I thought Stallone was great in that. Stallone, and, and Ray Liotta kept teasing him, calling him Fat Sly. Uh, you know, I thought that Stallone was so great. Now, it's not the best movie. Wasn't Harvey Keitel on that? Uh, yeah. Quick IMTP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're killing. They gotta kill the the, the Superboy and the Super. And he's up in yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying he's up amazing. in the town. God. Uh, look, I'm not saying it's amazing. He's up in the water town where. Oh yeah, Keitel played the great cop, the the uh, like the kind of the dirty cop, and he I'm, also played played the bad lieutenant. He sure did. That's Show me how you with. suck a cock. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, who are you talking to? You oh, that's from the movie. Oh, I wouldn't even think of the movie. I thought you were yelling at me. Yeah, we come from Kit Kat Club. <laughs> Kit Kat Club. He was the best in that. That movie was so... That movie was creepy, disgusting. I hate that fucking movie. And the fact that you like it... I know that you like that movie. Did it remind you of when you got pulled over when you no. were a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> he was so creepy in that movie and disgusting. I loved it. But dude, when he breaks down at the end <clears throat> in the church... Fucking... That's Harvey Keitel. No, he's good. Uh, by the way, I, w- <laughs> I was at a. I, I can't say who's uh, cr- 
family Christmas party I was invited to. It's no. not important. It's not Robert um, De Niro's again, is it? Oh, it was his. Yes. Oh, it was his. Oh, boy. But Harvey Keitel was there. And oh. I've never met Keitel. Hey. And so I'm walking over at the He's end. He's the fucking wolf, you know. He's, I love him. Go ahead. So I'm go- I don't want to take any pictures there because it's Bob's party. De Niro. It's kind of so, corny. It's kind of corny, Jimmy. I'm leaving. And, uh, and De Niro is talking to Keitel and, and one of his sons. And so I'm just like, yeah, Bob, I'm going to leave. But he calls me over and he puts his arm and he wants to hug him. He's a very lovely man. Hmm. So this girl, because Keitel was sitting in front of us, wanted a picture with Harvey and De Niro. So I'm going to walk away and De Niro pulls me into it. So there's a photo of me with De Niro and Harvey Keitel and I don't know who has it. You got to just find this girl. I don't know who she is. I could, well, I could look at the top of Harvey, Harvey Keitel's head. I, just, I was like, I'm behind Harvey Keitel. <laughs> just, I want to touch him. Just start happy. talking about it on stage. I should have asked them to fuck. I should have asked them to. Jimmy, if you ever have like me. a shindig at your, at your apartment. I did already. July yep. 4th. You were invited. You didn't come. No, you didn't invite me. No, it was radio well, people. I- yeah, that's right. You invited other people. But listen to me. If you ever do... You're invited. I'm listening to Colin Quinns and your Adam... I don't know who you're friend with. I want I you to come. But if you ever invite me, don't think I'm going to sit there like, can I have a picture? I'm not going to be that guy to embarrass you. Why would you? There's no one to stand Listen to me. Harvey some Kai people... There's nothing wrong with my neck. I'm not pointing to somebody. TJ Miller If you brought somebody else around... Who's he going to pick? My neck, I got a hurt neck. I'm not pointing the, <laughs> the table. Yeah, he's bobbing it up He might down. embarrass you. Be like, you have a picture to everybody. I wouldn't do that to you, Jimmy. You're more famous I, I than all of us. Well, the thing is this. Listen to me. It, you it, you won the welterweight championship. I, I, people call me Kamora Savage. Has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, I love that game, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I was the winner again. Winner, winner, Raptor dinner. Kamora Savage. Kamora lad. 30 pe- Don't say that, Jimmy. <laughs> 30 people got dropped on this island. 30, Jimmy. That's right. 30. And then, and then it closes in. Guess who? One guy. Kamora Bucko. It wasn't Kamora Bucko. Yeah, the Kamora lad won the, won the fight. It was Kamora Do people Russian, ever say Kamora lad? I think it's time to call direct. Do people uh, ever call you Kamora lad? People, they've given me all these. The, some of them worse than others, man. I told you. The Kamora dragon. I was. I wanted to jump out the window. That's terrible. What else? What else was there? Um, well, there we got so Kamora many. Commander from someone, which I don't mind. Hey, that's great. That's great. What am I? Twelve years old. I'm. <laughs> First of all, talk about my video game profile. I guess I am like twelve years old. <laughs> I played it. My wife said, "You're not coming to bed." I got one more game, honey. One more game. Uh, I believe we have Derek Brunson on the phone. Hello, Derek. Uh, no, yeah, I'm connecting you through real quick. All okay, right. Carl. Thank you. Just making sure. So yeah. It is us. Thank you. Disappointing, but yeah. That's right. okay. We're happy to talk to you. Is he <laughs> close by? Yeah, like, yeah, are you I'm his assistant? You through right now. Okay. Who are you? Right. I'm Tomas from the UFC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. nice. Well, be nice well, to you. Now then. you're famous. We won't Let's mess go. with you. There it is. Okay. All right, you guys should be good to go. Thanks, buddy. Hello, uh, is this Derek? Yes. Hi, Derek. You're talking to Jim and Matt on uh, UFC Unfiltered. How are you, pal? What's up, Derek? I'm good. And you? We are doing very well. Um, I'm guessing right now you are. Uh, where are? Where well, I should ask where you are instead of guessing. I'm in Charlotte uh, right now. Okay, so you are from Charlotte, and you're ready for this. Uh, you're ready for this Saturday. You guys are, of course, the main event at eight o'clock UFC on Fox against Jacare, uh, number eight, number three. This, I think, this fight has a huge uh, implications for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, you got three and eight. Um, a win over number three. I think I could jump a lot of guys and get to that three spot, and then you know, um, you got the champion in number one fighting for the title so you know i can easily jump in and get the next title shot with the win here well or if or if you do if there's uh you also have because you know, like you said Yoel is fighting Rockhold because of uh whitaker being hurt and then you and jacare and weidman and gastelum are still out there so uh would you be happy with one of them before a title shot or if you win this are you going to kind of uh hold out for a title shot i don't know i think i'll be okay with waiting um 
in the fact that I asked to fight Weidman and the other guys before, but um, didn't really get any interest there. So um, if I could jump to the three spot, yeah, I'll just I'll just wait wait my turn for the next title shot. And also with Whitaker being um, injured. I don't know how long he'll be out. He might be out for a while. Well, yeah, they're saying his organs, the the, um, the staph infection was in, in, in his stomach and started eating his organs because it was misdiagnosed. So, yeah, you're right. That might be a, a, a layoff. Now, you fought uh, Jacare in Strike Force. Now do, you, now, do you think that he knocked you out because were you fearful of going to the ground? Good question, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I just stole Matt's question. <laughs> Frick. Um, no, uh, it was five years ago when I first started mixed martial arts. I was just... Um, naturally really good from from working so hard so i was thrown in the big fights at the time and he was one of the top guys at the time so it was more of a thing that i was really green whenever i fought him i I didn't really wasn't really a complete mixed martial artist so you know you're talking five years later five years later i'm a different person okay and you got i mean talk about a lot of experience on the on the big stage since that fight i mean do you feel like a completely different fighter than the first time you met oh yeah for sure and, uh, like I said, at that time I was fighting for a year, yeah. uh, and I just jumped in right after college with no experience of uh, taking any like karate or anything at an early age. I just had wrestling in my background or in my back pocket, and you know. So now <laughs> you got five years of boxing, five years of Muay Thai, five years of jujitsu, and my wrestling skills. So now, do you feel um, in that five years? Do you feel John Gray? Did he stay the same? Do you think he improved by leaps and bounds? Or do you think he's gone down the other side a little yes. bit because he's been fighting for a while? I think he's the exact same fighter. Oh. He's just really good at what he does, but he's the exact same fighter. You know, looks for a take now, um, try to get the submissions. He'll he'll come forward, throw a couple of punches, then he's looking to get the takedown. So um, he hasn't really changed much. Still the same fighter. Now, you're a purple belt on the David Branch. He, he's over here in... In, in, in New York, where, where are you living now? Um, I'm in North Carolina. I'm in North Carolina. How did you How did you end up getting a purple belt under David? And how often do you see him? Um, it's funny. Um, I was actually going to pick up my purple belt by Henzo, which is David's a purple belt um, under Henzo. But um, I was on a tight schedule, so I had to head back to North Carolina. So Dave was the one who gave me was able to give me my purple belt at the time. But um, just I'll, I'm always in New York. My son lives in New York, so I'm always in New York. I travel a lot for training. So um, when it comes to training, I'm all over the place. Yeah. And now with the jujitsu, how do you? I mean, you've seen with uh, Jacare's fights how you know how devastating he could be, especially on top. How much concern do you have? Because some guys they're afraid of letting those hands go. Because the guy can get, you know, a guy like Jacques Ray gets on top of you. It could be devastating. Or do you feel like you've done so much trouble down there, uh, so much training down there, and you're a former wrestler where, man, it's hard to keep you down? I mean, do you feel confident down there with him? Yeah, I feel 100% confident on the ground. Um, I've rolled with, with top-level black, black, black belts um, a couple years ago or a year or two, a year and a half ago. I was preparing to fight this um, Chukai, who's a third-degree black belt on the ground. So I found this other guy who's a third-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu also, and, you know, we were going over a lot of stuff, and uh, he was like, dang, you know, he's surprised with the awareness that I had when it comes to jiu-jitsu. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on the ground. 
you know, so I'm I'm fine there. I'm not worried about Jokerey's Jiu Jitsu. Um, I've been training BJJ for seven years now, and um, wrestler wrestling has been my strong point. And you have, I, I've noticed you've won, uh, I think it's seven out of nine fights, as far as I'm concerned, eight out of nine fights, because I thought the Anderson Silva, I thought you were robbed. I thought you absolutely won that fight. Um, seven of these wins have been first round TKOs. So has anything, I mean, you, you've had some, uh, you've had a lot of first round uh, wins and uh, I think at least, uh, one first round loss, but has anything changed for you recently where you've had seven in a row? It's unusual to have that many fast knockout wins. Just continue to work the hands and believing in my my craft. So I go out there looking to get it done. You know, I'm not one of these guys who try to see how long I can stay in the octagon. So. What do you think Jacare's um, strategy against you is going to be? I think his strategy is the same as he fight everybody else. You know, set up the hands and look to try to get the takedown. So I think I think he'll come forward with a couple punches and he'll look to shoot. Now, does this, this is your first rematch, uh, and you are uh, avenging a loss. Does it mean anything to you the first the first time you fought a guy twice? Uh, no, I don't, I don't even look at it. It was so long ago. It's a rematch where, like I said, when I first fought fought him, you know, I was very green in the sport. So it, it's kind of like a new matchup to me. Just new skills, a lot of experience now, and. Um, I know what I'm facing, and he he knows what he's facing. Also, well, now with Machida, now with your last fight with Machida, that that was pretty amazing, um, and he looked ready. I mean, they did that hype up. They show him on the beach doing his fucking crane kick, and next thing you know, you came out there. That was in Brazil, correct? Yeah, right. Now, how much extra pressure is that fighting a legend? Apparently, none. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, did you feel any extra pressure fighting Machida, who's a legend of, of you know in his in his uh, in his uh, home country over there? Nah, I, when I accept the fight, I take out every all the factors. I mean, if I'm gonna fight the fight, I don't really think about the the negatives. I just know that it's a fight. You know, yeah. I, I take out of my mind where I'm fighting at, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, the guy looked ready. I saw him in open work warm ups. And he looked better than I've ever seen him, honestly. You know, he was doing all types of like flying knees, <laughs> kicks, or like knees. I was like, man, I thought, I thought everybody say this guy, you know, is going to come back rusty, you know. And just looking at his warm ups and his, his training videos and just kind of hearing around, I heard he had a great camp. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I was, I was expecting the best Yoda. I'll tell you, I re- I remember watching it and watching the you know you watch the build up right before you guys walk out. And I go, this is this is going to be a fucking battle, and then you then you just handled business, man. I was like, holy shit! So I mean, your you your confidence has to be flying high. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready. You know, I'm confident in every fight that I have. It's just a matter of being calculated. Not rushing, taking your time, and making the most of the big moments. And you're going from one specialist to another. You went from a, a karate specialist. Of course, they're both well-rounded. Other things to worry about. But these guys did he go be- fight a judo specialist before that too? <laughs> did he? Wait, wait, hold on. Yes, he did. He fought. What's Daniel going Kelly. on with you and all the specialists? Yeah. Next, next, after this, you're fighting fucking a boxer. <laughs> no, but you're getting all guys. You fought Dan Kelly, right? Who's very good in the judo. And then uh, you had Machida. No, I'm sorry. Yes, Machida, yeah, Machida, and now yes. Jacare, man. You better be well-rounded. And you are, Derek Brunson. I'm excited for this weekend. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's not even a question. I'm just saying I'm excited. I wanted to ask you too. What do you think, Derek, about because uh, you fought you all before? I believe it was a third round TKO that 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 he beat you. But that's been a while. What do you think about uh, Yoel getting the shot, uh, uh, fighting uh, Luke, getting getting called up to fight Luke? Um, I think it's, I think it's a good fight. Um, I could have easily been the guy that they call up, being that I'm on a good, I'm on a decent win streak opposed to the guys right ahead of me. You know. Um, but yeah, the fight makes sense. You know, you have I think one and two ranked guy yeah. going at it, and yeah, it should be a good one. Well, you're fighting the main event. It is a uh, Jacare Brunson. You're one of the most exciting guys in UFC to watch. So uh, good luck, man. It's Saturday the 27th from Charlotte, North Carolina. This the Fox main card, of course, starts at 8 p.m. And Andre Feely, Dennis Bermudez, which is another great fight, is the co-main. So uh, good luck, Derek, and uh, always, always love watching you fight. Good luck, Derek. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care, buddy. Now that's on uh, Big Fox. Yes. Yes, it is. Nice. Uh, we should be doing picks. Soon. Yeah, let's do our let's picks. Let's do our picks. And I'm, I'm looking at this fight card right now, and I'm freaking. I'm not familiar with a couple of the fighters. I can't pretend excited. I am. Well, you better start pretending some shit. I can't. I can't be official podcast. I'm only kidding. I know you're right. <laughs> I'm fucking around. You're 100 percent right. I don't Ooh. know Derek Dober. The Drew Dober, yeah, Drew Ooh. Dober. Well, how many fights has Drew Dober and Frank Camacho had? Frank's been around. Frank's yeah. been. They both been around. Yeah. I mean, in the UFC, I think. Well, I can take a look. Hold on. Uh, Drew Dober is 18, eight and one. And he's had, yeah, he's been in the UFC for a, for a bit, but yeah. Well, listen, there's so many damn fights. Oh, yeah. And what is Frank's uh, record right now? Um, let me. Check. I'm talking about I'm UFC fights. Say. I don't yes. want to hear about that other shit. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. We're talking yeah. about the fucking big. We don't want to hear about when he fought an Invicta. Yeah, I don't. Want to... <laughs> <laughs> that Layla Ali could have fought an Invicta. I don't know. I'm just a big fan now. I am too. I'm. You know what I mean? I'm a big fan. I I think she's a really. She had such a, a great energy about her. I like. I'm good at. I like good energy. You know what? I don't like bad energy. David Jimmy. I went to the court the other day. I had to handle some business. Nothing big. And I'm How was it? Don't don't put that mm-hmm. face on. That's a negative energy. Frank Camacho said three UFC fights. He had three UFC fights. Jimmy, really quick. I'm going through the thing. It's a metal detector at the mm-hmm. court. Now, look, Jimmy, uh, I'm pretty. I'm a nice guy, Jimmy. Very. I'm a very nice guy. The nicest, I would say. And I'm not a guy who's anti-cop or anything not like that. Not at all. My father's a retired NYPD. Yes, he is. I'm not that guy. But really quick. Now, look. Well, you, you got to wait, and you know, I'm waiting in line. Now there's the metal detector. So the lady in front of me, she puts her stuff in a little tray, right. her phone or whatever, so and whatever, and then they put that, and then she walks through. So she goes through, and the and the guy, he's the the the, the court officer is talking to the other guy. So then I go up next. I start putting my stuff in the thing, and he's talking. He stops. He goes, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, don't put another thing in there. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I'm not cutting a line. And I'm waiting for a second. Okay, uh, I didn't know what the fuck. And then so then I'm like, then he goes, all right, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Right, put more stuff. Okay. My jacket, okay? Now you can try it. Go ahead. See how you do. All right. All right, you fucking punk. I wish. I. You know what I wish, you fucking cocksucker? I wish. I know this is what I wish, Mr. Authority. All right, you're a tough guy. I wish me and you were locked in a fucking room. I wish you took that gun belt and fucking threw it out the window. I would make you cry like a little girl. Like a little fucking little bitch. Because that's what you are. You're abusing your authority. I'm here being a nice guy. You didn't I'm like his attitude. Smiling. I don't like your fucking attitude. You shouldn't be greeting you. Hey, how about this? If you're not a people person, the civil service test you took to get your fucking little rent-a-cop thing here, how about you be a garbage man? You don't got to deal with people. You dump some trash. You're dealing with people. Pop it a smile, you motherfucker. 
All right, let's get back to was he, a, was, you, you think, he was an asshole. He was and how an about asshole. this? Was he a cop or a rent-a-cop? He, no, no, no. He was a, a court officer. A real police officer. Oh, yeah, okay. there you go. Good for him. Yeah, he, he passed the test. But you, would, but you would like but to handle him alone in a room. I would love that guy to try a class at Sarah BJJ. You got a free class, buddy. Start mounted. Whatever. You, I'm not, listen, first class, you get to add strikes in. I can't strike you. I'll just fucking smack you around, you little bitch. But what? anyway, <laughs> no, I got annoyed. You know what annoys me, though? I don't have a good capacity of taking sh- any no, kind of shit. No, you don't. Well, why did she speak to you that way? It wasn't her fault. Oh. She might have had a bad day. No, it wasn't. But it's just some fucking big goon. Who's was he fucking, big? I mean, was he bigger big, than you? Well, I mean, he's taller. He's up to, I'm up to his shoulders. But that's not the... So what does that mean? He gets to be a... a I, and it's not a Napoleon thing. The guy's a douche. The guy was acting like a douchebag. How about this? I went upstairs to go where I had to meet. My, where I had to meet. And I seen another court officer comes up. And the guy wants, you know, wants a picture. He's a nice guy. He's Said a hello. Fucking, oh, he's... I mean... I, I, that doesn't mean anything. You don't have to know me from a hole in the wall. But how about you be a nice guy? The guy I'm not doing any. What am I doing? I'm putting my. I'm putting my. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That guy. I'm didn't not being know rude. Who he was talking to. But that no. doesn't mean that doesn't that where it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter because I don't. I'm not nice to people because um they might have they might be sure, somebody yeah. special. Not that I'm somebody special. Oh, you are. I mean, I mean no, I'm pretty special. Yeah, actually, but, champion of the world. Well, you know, I did a lot of things, but that's not the point, Jimmy. No, <laughs> I accomplished a lot of things, but. The point is, guy had a fucking. If you're dealing with people, the guy had a. Ter- it was almost like it's a. It's the worst, yeah. Worst attitude. It's yep. like, dude, you know what? Now I get to take a piss in the middle of the night. I shouldn't be. Th- I, why am I thinking? I want to be like, oh, I wish I can get my. I wish I See, could have that guy in a fucking. Show you you think of that stuff. I always think like I wish I could fight. You can fight. So for you, it's all you have the one consolation yeah. of you know what? This guy was a dick, and I know I could rip uh, his head off. Well, the thing is this: even if I couldn't. I don't like taking that shit. Even yeah. if the guy was somehow more manly than me. He wasn't though. Of course but, not. I mean, who is? I just, but what a fucking... But dude, think about that. I'm putting my stuff in. Hey, 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 oh, don't put another thing in there. Hey, hold on. All right. Then he then he looks, then he goes, then he talks to me. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Do what I'm doing? What the fuck are you talking about? Didn't you want to say that to him? Oh, I was I was a little taken back because then, the, the, then there was another thing where you put your jacket, the lady was putting her jacket in. I go, oh, is my jacket good? He goes, yeah, go through, see how you do. All right. All right. Anyway, it happened very fast. I wanted to almost go back through. Yeah. I wanted to almost be like, oh, I left something in my car. Let me go back through and let me come, let me have another interaction with you. I could just say, you're not having a good day. You're not having a good day. And then why well, you want to ask? And then he can just escalate to a nice conversation, which would probably get me locked up. Yeah. So it's better that I didn't do anything. I just need this platform. You know what he said to you? Dad, just go in there. Go take, keep walking. <laughs> Listen, it's you all know, good. Are you listen, done here? Go listen, walk. I respect. I re- Listen to me. I respect <laughs> law enforcement. Yes, you do. But just try not to be douchebag. Don't be a dick. Be nice. How yeah. about, how well, you about tell, this? I don't know why. I, I'm surprised you like club bouncers so much because they tend to be. Stop it. Why? I don't, I don't go out. You know, you, know. Yeah, you know what? You should go out, go out in Jersey at the, at the Atlantic City, at the Tropicana, that club. I forgot the club of it. The name of it. Was the guy nice to you? Every one guy was a one douchebag after the other. Really? Do you know where the VIP section is? Hey, I've heard of them. I'm never allowed in them. You know, listen, you can't, you can't, it's over there. It's upstairs. Yeah. Hey, you can't stand here. Oh. oh, really? You can't stand here? I just asked you a question. I, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, how about this? You ever see the shirt, rude people suck? Of course. That, that's, it's very, it's very, it's, it's. It's uh, it, it's it's almost uh too common to when say. When the that. guy said you can't stand here, was he being kind of cunty? Oh, dude, this, Jimmy likes to get me fired. <laughs> all right, let's do our picks. <laughs> I I up this. I vented. I feel better. When's the last time? Let me. All right. Besides from this guy, when's the last time somebody in public kind of talked to you like a douche and you knew that they just didn't know? No. Well, no. you brought up this the subway. The guy on the subway that was like the guy who was trying to me I was in the slow lane. Yeah. I was on the, the yeah. guy who was behind me going, "Man, you walk slow." <laughs> 
What did you I, say? Did you apologize? I don't, know. To him? I, I, I don't know, but I think it was Derek Brunson stunt. Not Derek Brunson. I think it was uh, the Black Beast stunt double. He's a big guy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a big guy. And did you did you apologize for yeah, walking slowly? Yeah, we, we, they can look up that episode. Don't make me a, a, a braggart. I don't think you're a braggart. I'm just curious what you did. No, I just told the guy, listen, you know, he doesn't have to walk behind me, basically. I said it like that. I forgot exactly what I said. You can never recapture no, an curious. organic moment. But you told him to go then, around. Then you sound like you're trying to be a tough guy. No, I'm just asking. Which I don't try to be, Jimmy. Not at all. Jimmy, I walk around with smiles, Jimmy. You do. I hug you on the subway every time. Yeah, but time. it's from the back. What I don't, Jimmy, don't tell people about that. But I hug you. <laughs> every time we leave, Jimmy, I'm a hugger. Okay, let's do our picks. All right. What do we got? Welterweight, because I am not as familiar with Drew Dober, I'm going to have to go with Frank Camacho. T- oh! TKO in the second round. Give me the records again um, in the on. UFC. Uh, Frank Camacho's 2-1 and one in the UFC, <laughs> and Drew Dober, I didn't give you his record in the UFC. Yeah, but in the UFC, he is... One, two, three, four. He's 4-3-1, and one, no contest in the UFC. He's got some experience. Both their yeah. both their last fight was. Um, Drew Dober has a knockout of Josh Berkman in his last fight. Oh, that's I see this. I got it. Go and uh, Frank Camacho has a split decision win over Damian Brown um, recently, and it was a good. It was a fun fight. That it was, was a fun fight. Yeah. I'm going with Drew Dober, and yeah. I feel he's going to be extra confident after getting that knockout compared to the split decision, even though it was a battle with uh, Frank Camacho. I say he's going to be overconfident. Oh. All right. Well, you just choose the same guy, though. Oh, I didn't. I no, no, Camacho. he took Camacho in the second oh, round. You said Macho to pick Camacho. I'm going to pick. Well, what are you picking him by? TKO in the second round. All right. You're going to yell at me. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm all fired up from that cocksucking court officer. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> that guy's such a jerk off. Would you have been mad like if you saw him outside and he grabbed you by the collar? I don't even know if I recognize the guy. I mean, it was one. Of, it happened so fast, but yet he was so the, the the amount of douchiness that was coming. Just like the guy was just like he's the type of guy you'd be like, oh, you're just a dick, aren't you? Did you want to? You're tell a guy him? that has something that you're not happy at home. You're sitting there, and you just and it's something. Something's wrong in your life that you got to spread this negativity. Something's wrong. Did you I don't know what you it could is. Have told him that. I, I, I you just don't know where it's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Because if he came over and said just. Keep walking. All right. Shut I, your mouth. Do, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. Here's a business card. Come over later on. Come to Sarah BJJ. Listen, you might have a ride here. You might need it. You might need it. It might save your life. First lesson's on me, you fucking jerk. But anyway. Uh, so Why I, would I, you want to throw him around the mat a little bit? I take Drew to stop here. I take Drew Dober. <laughs> I take Drew Dober. <laughs> I take Drew Dober. Bye. I'm going to say third round TKO. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going with Frank Camacho's second round KO. He he always looks good on his feet, and we'll we'll see what he does this weekend. All right. I said right. TKO. You said KO. All right. Well, whatever. TKO, Stealing my KO. thunder. Same idea. Tell yeah. me about the next fight. Um, and, I, and I know who I'm going with anyway because I'm kind of like biased. There's people from Strong Island. Right. Yeah. We got Gregor Gillespie, who's uh, undefeated, ten and zero, and he's from um, Long Island. Yep. As Matt he's said. a stud. Yep, um, this will be his fourth UFC fight. So far, he's undefeated. Obviously, ten and indicates that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Rinaldi is uh, thirteen and five. And what was his last? What was his record in the UFC though? He is one and one in the UFC. He has a unanimous decision loss to Abel Trujillo, and he just got actually a Von Flu choke, which we were trying to figure out who's yeah. the other person that got the Von Flu choke. He has it over Alvaro Herrera. In his what, last what, fight. what camp is he? What camp is he from, Jordan? Um. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. All right. I don't know. I don't know where he's fighting at. 
good job. Let me see. It says Las Vegas, <laughs> so I'm not sure where. That's know, all right. Um, listen, I told you already. I'm a biased guy because he's from Strong Island, but he's yeah. also a fucking stud. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say that uh, Gregor wins submission second round. All right. I'm staring at Jimmy, everybody. Else. I'm debating. Okay. Ooh. I'm You're debating. debating. Yeah. Because mm. sometimes I want to pick who Matt wants to pick, and then sometimes I want to go against him just to be... Because I'm a bad right. picker? Well, no. I also I have Rinaldi by second round submission, so we have the opposite guy in the same round. So we'll see. I'll take Rinaldi by third round submission. All right. All right, you guys are fucking wrong. But I mean, you might like, be. Yeah, we might Listen be. To me. I like this. I'm just shit also going by like ten this. and zero due to lose. Sometimes it's just the way. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking in uh, up in Boston. Oh yeah. my god, my memory, my mind is really going. Yeah, what are oh you smoking god. a lot of herb? No, oh, that's me. I'm only kidding. He was ten, Listen ten and zero, and he just lost in uh, Boston. Got knocked out. Oh, uh, Shane Burgos. Uh, uh, Burgos, yeah. yes. Yeah. All right. Um, these were tough. I, I took me a while to like make my picks on these. These are very close matchups, I feel like. So, seventeen thirty eight. I don't know what that means, but it's in these songs I listen to. It's you fun. It's Fetty Wap, yeah. What does that mean? Seventeen thirty eight. Great dating ratio. Seventeen thirty eight. I got these. I tell you, man. I got to clean up these lyrics. I've got kids. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, and it's it's everything is really nasty about. Putting your your pee pee upside the in in the in the in the, in the I vagina. don't go for that type of talk either. You know, yeah. I, and I can't sing these lyrics, man. I can't sing them around my school. I can't sing them around my house. Do you try not? I to try curse to clean them up. Kids? You know, but even cleaning them up, you can't say it, man. So I try to think of. I'm like, I'm like, I put my D up in a pee, and she can feel <laughs> it in her toes, and it's not the same thing, but yet it's disgusting. Yeah, right. let's How go. Let's change it by what? my ducks up in her pigeons. Just put in birds. <laughs> That's what I could do. <laughs> Yeah, right. the broccoli song. I like the broccoli song. Um, what are you doing? What are you broccoli, doing? Broccoli was that? Andre Feely Bermudez. Oh, another guy from Strong Island. Yeah. Um, I like Dennis Bermudez. I like both these guys. Yeah. And listen, I'll tell you right now. If I didn't like Dennis Bermudez so much, I like his. First of all, he's a guy that, that has is. fights that he. Sh- <laughs> Jimmy, please fucking leave me alone. He's he's a fighter, yes he is too, that um has so much potential but loses fights where I think he really has the ability to win. What's Dennis's record? Andre Feely's twenty two and seven, I think or twenty two and five. What what is uh uh Dennis, or is he seventeen and five? He hold on, I can uh, Feely, I think seventeen five. So Dennis is sixteen and seven overall, and Andre Feely is seventeen and five. Yeah. What, okay. well, give me the UFC records though. I don't that's know. What I, the fuck I, I mean, See, that's, been... you might, that's what I wouldn't be asking from now on. Yeah, you break both records. Yeah, because that that you know, you know, listen. I had eight fights before I got in the UFC and the guy all the guys fucking didn't know what an arm lock was. <laughs> I got my experience. It was a bigger different time back then, Jim. Yeah. Dennis is Dennis is nine and five in the UFC. And Feely is and Feely's coming off that win over fucking um Artem. Yes, he's four and four in the UFC. Yeah, uh, I'm taking Dennis Bermudez. Absolutely, um, yeah. I think Feely's a tough, a tough character, and I love that Andrew, Andrew, Andre, Andre, yep. Andre Feely, Andre Feely is into, um, he's into fucking comic books. Me and him have really geek out conversations. He says the guy, he's the alpha male kid that tatted up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all he's. We've sat with each other on the way back from uh, one of the fights. And oh my God, Longo's like, are you serious? Now we're sitting there talking about the movies and the comic books and whatever it was. I like the kid a lot. I do. But I am going to go up and mute by decision. I feel that the wrestling is going to be a difference, even yeah. though, you know, he, 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 it's not like he doesn't have any takedown defense, Feely, but I think that Bermuda is going to put it together. Not to mention he can strike also. 
Uh, I've seen him grapple. He's been out of my place a few times, not too not too long ago. Um, I'm going to give it to Dennis Bermudez by decision. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. That's what I have. Also Bermudez by decision. Um, the only X factor I could say in that is X Factor was a great comic book. And tell Chris if he says X Factor again, I'm going to move to have him fired. Hit him with that. <laughs> Just let him chair. know. Email it, dude. Him. I'm right. calling, texting Dana now. Okay, Chris. Something right. that could be a, a, a thing in okay. the fight is that. Um, Dennis just came off a loss to Darren Elkins, who's also another team alpha male That's guy. True. So maybe you know they've already game planned for him. But, but I'm still taking Bermudas. By did you see, that fight was that fight was razor thin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that fight was razor thin. I'd have to see that again. I remember thinking, shit, that's a close fight. Yes, you know, um, because that was the same fight. That was the same night that fucking because it was two close calls. It was him and that same card. I think that was at the Coliseum, I believe, because um, Gian Vellante fought that same night and lost to. Uh, uh, the one with the mustache. Uh, uh, Pat Cummins. Yes. Very good, Jimmy. Um, and I remember they were both so close, both those fights. Yes. That's uh, a little more of a No, you're right. Thing. Let's talk about the main event. We all got our fucking picks in. Yeah. Let's do that main event. I'm psyched for this fucking fight. I think that Derek is going to use his karate chops. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm going to take a weird one. I'm going to go... I'm going Jacare by submission. Oh, that's really yeah, really weird, Jimmy. <laughs> Meaning, I yeah, I guess you're right. It's not a... I know. Yeah. You're right. It's not a Wow. Win. Guys, the, one of the best jiu-jitsu players on the, uh, whoever fought in the octagon is going to go for a, a, get a submission, everybody. Here's, He's I, really fucking going out. I should limb. probably have rephrased that. Matt raises a valid point. <laughs> sorry, no, you're completely okay. right. I was saying that because I don't see Derek losing. The surprise is more like it's hard for me to picture Brunson losing to the same guy twice. Oh, oh you I, were saying that Brunson's going to get the submission. No, Jacques, uh, that's Jimmy's pick. Jacques Ray. What? I do think that, um, and I also think that uh, because Jacques Ray knocked at a, a, a TKO last time. So I'm going to say um, Jacques Ray by second round submission. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. I think Jimmy's in my brain. I'll go last. I'll go last. Go ahead. Oh, you wow. say something. All right. I'm go- I, I know I had the wrong pick in the last main event. I went first yeah, round you knockout. Did. But I'm going first round knockout again. I think Brunson is going <gasps> to exact his revenge on Jacques Ray. First round knockout, Brunson. First round submission. What did he say? First round submission by Jacare. Yeah, he's gonna get him early. I feel. Listen, hey, what do I know? I know a lot. I'm a fucking jujitsu expert. You're right, but you know. But you're right. I did. I did say that. Like I was making a real point. Like guys, I'm gonna go out on a limb Mm -hmm. and think that Verdum is going to the ground. I should Uh, be fired. Verdum. You talk about Jacare. No, No, but it's the same example. How oh, I wasn't listening. I was singing, Jimmy. How stupid I was. I put my D up in a P. Listen to me. I yes. love rap music. Yeah. <laughs> I also like a nice uh, Angels and Airwaves. You know what's nice? My wife, when my kids are there, they're getting ready for bed, whatever they're doing, I wake up, like, they're out. I put on Angel. I go, Alexa. I talk to the, the, the you have Alexa? You tr- no, I don't trust that shit being on. Why? Listening to me all the time. I'm talking about something. The next thing you know, I got fucking ads for dildo showing up on my phone. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! You think that's true, Jimmy? Yes. Look how red I am, Jimmy. They've proven it's true. Yeah, you're just wandering around your house with goggles on. You're yelling. No, no, no. I can't. I can't wander because it's not. You know, it's it's hooked up. But I got. You know, I got around from. What is it? Like five feet. I got a little bit of a move, Jimmy. And I get a Alexa. Put on a. Angels and Airwaves Radio. It's fucking nice. You ever nice. hear Angels and Waves? No. You know the crazy guy? I don't want to see the crazy guy. He believes in the UFOs. He's from Blink-182. Yes, Tom, I do. Tom DeLong. Yeah. Tom DeLong. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast yes. recently. He's talking about Tom fucking... Tom DeLonge, right? Well, I, I, DeLonge, uh, commission. Uh, you know, whatever you want to say. But 
Holy fuck, is that guy got good music? Right. I told you, Angels and Airwaves, Secret Crowds, that'll change your life. Okay. It's all, it's not Black Sabbath. It's not Ozzy fucking Izzy. I was just about to say that. (laughs) It's not Ozzy for you. Good. Maybe it's Ozzy to me. How about Bob Marley? What about him? I love him. Yeah, he loves weed. All right, listen to me. What are we up to? That's I it, think we're done. We're we done. Got I had, can I tell you about the time I had? You had a good time. <laughs> Me too. I got to vent a little, a little negative. I, I just got to let it out. What's the negativity? You were getting it out. Like, Emotional vomiting. That guy, ruined, that guy didn't ruin my day, but he... He was a prick. You know what? A smile. A, a nice gesture. Yeah. Pat but, on the fanny. Yeah. No, no, Jimmy, don't get nobody in trouble. That's not what I was saying. Right, you don't touch nobody. Maybe you want that. Don't touch anybody's All right. You're no, right. You don't do that. You're right. But a positive attitude. Be nice to people, people. Can we just leave on like a, we should leave on a good note, a yeah. good, a good, we keep thinking of a catchphrase like, oh, I agree. Something to say at the end. It should that's be so positive. Nice. Like, you know, guys, you know, smiles and Kamara's don't do that. That's not a good one. How about this? What? All right, ladies that and gentlemen. Even made, that even made Chris the producer cringe. I got one. <laughs> How about this? For Chris the producer and. What? My name? Yeah, for Chris the producer. Kimura Savage. No, I'm not going to say for Kimura Savage. But I'm not going to say my name. This is... No, yeah, he's not going to call it. I just right, try it. All right, I'll say my name. All right, for, for Chris the producer and... Matt. This is Jim Norton saying, go out and seize today by the balls and squeeze it until jizz is all over your forearm. Goodbye, everybody. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.